Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, 10 of the best new songs every week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers, and me, Gareth May.
Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast. We opened with the sounds of Young Komoda. Uh, Body and Soul is the name of the track taken from his The Distorted Haunted Ballroom Doesn't EP. sound like the classic, uh, the sort of jazz standard Body and Soul. No, it certainly does not <laughs> sound like the jazz standard Body and Soul. It's, uh, it comes out on Black Acre on the 24th of November. Uh, Young Komoda, he's from Japan. He We have played him previously. His last release was called Blind Disco, also through Black Acre. Also pretty banging. And yeah, this is the first time we've started the podcast for a while with something a bit banging. The last two weeks have been a bit odd. Yeah, Gaz is uh, grabbing you by the throat and throwing you into the podcast. Yeah, certainly a little bit. It's not, we're saying it's like, it's, it's not, it doesn't sound industrial, but it has that aesthetic of sort of quite intense um, music. And yeah, also from Japan, like I said, last week we started with someone from Japan. Sugai well. Ken. Yeah. Yeah. Quite Do, different. Yeah, and then followed that up with Ajate, which was that Japanese Afrobeat. Lots of wide-ranging music. They're, they are getting uh, well represented. Um, I'm very happy with each of the five songs I've got for you this week. I think that you are going to love each and every one of them, because I definitely do. First, I want to play you from Manchester. Um, a noise rock band called Drunk in Hell. Been around for a while, but I believe this is actually their debut album, and they virtually never gig as well. But they are definitely a very, very good one. This is a six six six. <laughs>
Drunken Hell 666. I'm a proper fan of the wild wailing guitars at the end. I like that it's also the second track on the album and it has that sort of epic ending. That's not the ending, it's just how all the songs go. (laughs) It's out on Burning World Records, a record label that I don't think I've heard of or that we've played before. Um, but it's based out of Amsterdam and is associated with Roburn Festival and Roburn Records. Although Roburn have got their own record label that um, that I think we've played some stuff on before. Uh, Nod, I think, did something on there. Um, yeah, like that sort of psyche heavy. Yeah, exactly. A bit of metal, a bit of psyche, a bit of weird stuff. Um, I really, really want to book Drunk in Hell for a London show, but I've been unable to convince them so far. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this record cover as well. As that, if that is the record, it is cover. the record cover. Yeah, it's a, a very, it's just clear with the name of the band on and the track listing on the front of it in the top corner. And I'm a big fan of that minimal aesthetic. Yeah, it looks nice. Also, love a track listing on the front. I don't know why. Blank Mass and uh, Sacred Bones records do that quite a lot. Actually, I did notice that on the new uh, Blank Mass record, and it also features song titles like "I'm an Asshole," "Bitch Boy," "I'm Not Laughing." And walking abortion. Yeah, are you sure you're not part of this uh, band? <laughs> so, so you're not the lyricist for this band? I am not. Yeah, okay. It's uh, the chap from who runs Opal Tapes Recordings, who I forget his name, but runs an excellent electronic music label as well as uh, shouting and growling. I'm a, always a bit curious about that, about uh, people in bands who run record labels who then don't release on their own record label. Well, it's an electronic record label. Yeah, I know, but... Me, 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 me. I guess so. I guess that's why I've never run a successful record label because it's never had that. You have to have that yeah. thing, right? You've got to have your aesthetic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, but um, the uh, it's um, worth saying as well. Thank you to everyone who has given us money since our appeal last week. It's uh, a reasonably good start. Yes, yeah, we will hopefully uh, get a few more and get things ad free. Yeah, hope so. At the moment, we are still like heading towards advert. I was going to say advert heavy. It I have to think of it. I just don't want to have the adverts. Three adverts a show is just no good. I actually realised it's four. That, exactly. That is bullshit. Yeah, it's too many. Uh, unless it's for good stuff. Yeah, if it's like one ad at the start or something like that, you know, okay, fine. You know, that's, that's just too many ads. But it's, yeah, instead it's like for stuff like Gillette. Exactly. Not having that. So um, please go on independentmusicpodcast.net uh, if you like the podcast and give us a little donation and we will just put it all to making sure that the podcast is ad free. It yeah. doesn't lie in our deep pockets. No, <laughs> no, we don't even have any pockets. <laughs> yeah. Let alone not only deep. does it not lie in our pockets, they are not deep and we have none. Exactly. And speaking of what we did last week, we played a record from Revenge International, RVNG, until, uh, well, Anthony did last week. And they've released another record this week from uh, Pauline Anna Strom, which is excellent. And I'm going to play a bit right now. She is a uh, composer and keyboardist from San Francisco. She's blind, but that obviously doesn't interfere with the music that she makes. Uh, she's got a record called Trans Millennia Music. It's out right now, and this track is called Energies. Thank you. 
Absolutely beautiful, Gareth. Yeah, the stunning music of Pauline Anna Strum. Uh, the track is called Energies. It's taken from Transmillennia Music out right now on RVNG International, Revenge International. And if you go on their Bandcamp like we have here, you can see the artwork as well, which is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it is. A little bit more about her. She's a synthist. Uh, synthist? <laughs> She's a keyboardist and synthesizer player. I don't know what's happened to my word it's pronunciation today. Um, but this music, this uh, this album is actually taken from eighty is eighty minutes of music that's pulled from various vinyl and cassette releases that she did between eighty two and nineteen eighty eight, as well. Um, she is still with us, but I presume not playing music or creating music anymore. And this is sort of bringing her to a wider audience. Oh, well, it's definitely brought it to me. <laughs> yeah, certainly very special. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, I wasn't aware that it was an old release and it still sounds super fresh now, 30 years on. It's quite interesting, actually. I was just looking at what I'm playing next here and I also thought this was a new release and it's 30 years old. <laughs> wow. So, so it's when things are but in what, their 30s, what was, they're what, premium. What, what, when, what year was yours released? Well, it wasn't. Re- it's been released in 2017. When right? was it recorded? Uh, 82 to 88. Oh, cool. This is uh, 85 to 87. Ah, so similar vintage. Yeah, but so also being released this year is, um, or re-released, or uh, is this band NSRD. They're from Latvia. I can't remember where I got it from. I can't remember anything about it, apart from that I thought it was brilliant, and I was absolutely certain that Gareth was going to be a huge fan. I'm excited now. So here it is. Oh, 
don't know what you mean about me liking that. I know what Gareth likes. It's the things that sound a bit like Garble or Pram. I thought you were going to say garbage. Grandmaster Gareth, little plinkety sounds, simple sort of avant-pop melodies. Yeah, avant-pop. I usually say odd pop, but avant-pop is probably a really good description of it. Yeah, so that's the NSRD. They're from Latvia. It's um, They're from the mid-80s. Um, this has been uh, reissued on Stroom Records, uh, which is a, a Belgian record label. And it's, yeah, some of these tracks being available on record for the first time. All their stuff were just released on a, not even, it's like reel-to-reel tape, it looks like, in, looking through their discogs. Even in the 80s? Well, it's in, it was in the, you know, it's in Latvia, so like sort of like pretty poor, Soviet. I guess, at the time, Soviet. Mm. I think they didn't, didn't have, you know, the latest technology. Some of their stuff was released on cassette. As well, but yeah, so um, I plan to pick that up. I've already bought the Forest Swords album today, so maybe I'll buy another one. I say they're getting back on the buying records one, train once I once I get once I get going. That's the ball it. starts rolling. I do. I've um, yeah, my record buying is sort of in it correlates to my mood. If I'm in a good mood, I don't really tend to buy a huge amount of music. I listen to lots, but don't buy a huge amount. But if I'm in like a down mood, I'm feeling a bit depressed or something like that. I buy a lot of music. <laughs> and yeah, so you can see people at work know how what sort of mood I'm in. By but, the package delivery. Yeah, so by I, the quantity yeah. of pa- parcels coming for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. But it's one of those things that just makes me feel much better. Nice. I don't know what it is. There must be a psychological thing about spending money. Of course it is. It's just like good. it's uh, like satisfying needs, isn't it? It's just like, oh, a little bit of rewards in your brain. Release some positive hormones. I feel a little bit better. Yeah. You know you know what could be a good deed that involves giving money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it is giving us money. But anyway, uh, I am going to... Want to know how to release some positive hormones? Yeah. Donate to the Independent Music Podcast. Uh, I don't want to say it every time. We'll <laughs> no, stop no. saying it after this. I think that's about it. Yeah. We are close to our best of the year sort of december times. We sometimes get nice emails at christmas with people being like oh th- just what end of the year wanted to say thank you so much for like the music you got me into uh, after our plea last week we got a few emails from people as well giving us advice on like ways we could cut off sal- uh, salary <laughs> well, i wish we could cut our sort of production bills and stuff like that also um at the end of the year we normally do our sort of favorites of the year podcast if you have any favorite songs that we've uh, might have got you into uh, by listening to the podcast this week definitely message us along on uh, independentmusicpodcast.net or independent music podcast on facebook because it's always lovely to hear your messages and it'll sort of jog our memories as well for what we might put on our end of year best ofs if we get enough as well we could just do one best of the of listeners show. of the listener submission best like listener listener favorites yes. that's a great idea if we can get 10 replies then we'll do that yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so I'm going to play some uh, music that's labelled here as Tambutronic, which is essentially like heavy global bass music, apparently. Tambutronic. Tambutronic. Okay. Apparently. Uh, this is a band called Cuenta e Tambu. Uh, they are, they're based in Amsterdam, and their music is, it says here, inspired by traditional Afro-Caribbean uh, music uh, from Caracal and European dance. Uh, they've got Curacao? Uh, Curacao is how it was, but C-U-R-A-C with a whatever the accent under the C is, which will make it a hard one, A-O. Yeah, it's Curacao. I'm not sure. Isn't That's like, definitely what the country's called. Is it? Is it not like Caracal, like Caracal Blue, the, uh, the, okay. the liqueur? I bet you you're completely right, and it's just one of those ones that I've read in a book as a kid, and just that's how I've always pronounced it. Drum roll, please. That won't come through. Curacao. Curacao. That sounds like... <laughs> I feel like we're both wrong. That, <laughs> that sounded like um, Keanu Reeves. Do it, do it again. Curacao. 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 I was actually on Netflix the other day looking for films starring Keanu Reeves. That's how much I like that guy. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu. <laughs> Okay, that, that's Keanu. The, that's Sorry. how you pronounce it. Get, get Keanu to <laughs> Okay, let's get back to some music. I, I you actually, want to play some global bass? Yes, yeah, so this band is called Cuenta y Tambu. This track is called Bonbon. Bonbon, <laughs> 
chapita pone bujero y capón. Llegas en a sin vergüenza, misa cubote y sin dibujón. Mira cuentita un puta butele, menena mana al aire, saquerunía vamos hoy. Mira cuentita un puta butele, menena mana al aire, saquerunía vamos hoy. Ay hasta lo que va a pedir, hasta lo que va a gustar, esta cuentita puta suda, tocadora turda y son puta cosas de aquí. Quenta y Tambu, a track called Bonbon from the album called Rice, I think. Quite a lot. Yeah, out out on Butchie Records, which is a German record label. Where'd you get that one from? Uh, I got that from uh, Seb Reynolds uh, sent me that. Oh, is that the one that says Seb's, done by Seb's PR company? Uh, yeah, so, but at the same time, he then sent me his latest record, which I'm going to play later on the podcast, because it is blinding. Oh, really nice, a podcast come... Come to us by Seb Reynolds. Yeah, pretty much two tracks. So this one was this one that he was uh, working on PRing, and yeah, the, the other one I will play later on. I'm not sure when, which is modern classical music. It's absolutely stunning. Like I say, uh, he also sent over, and I bought off him there and then. It was like we we're just chatting on Facebook, and he was like, "Bought it now." Here's that. I was like, "Where do I buy this from?" And he was like, uh, "A bookshop in Oxford has a copy." I was like, okay. It's like, actually, no, if you just send me the money, I'll send one to you. Like, that, <laughs> just make it better. easy to buy your stuff. Yes. All right, guys, choose one, two, or three. What? Oh, do I ask? Uh, three. All right, we've got a new track by Oneida, the great American sort of, uh, I wouldn't call them garage rock, and I kind of wouldn't call them kraut rock, and I wouldn't call them experimental rock, but they're bits of all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I put them on multiple times at, uh, at Babi Yaga's, lovely guys, great band, great drummer as well, Kid Millions on there and they've got a new seven inch and it's called on uh, out and joyful noise recordings and joyful noise it is this track is called town crier Stop! 
bits of uh, I'll call that one garage punk, uh, garage punk brilliance there by Oneida. Yeah, I think uh, I think sort of it's punky. I, uh, Minutemen sort of leapt to mind, but it doesn't sound anything like Minutemen. But it's that it's that garage punk rock sound. Yeah. Um, any idea about joyful noise recordings? And rings a bell, but it could be just because. I know the word. <laughs> I know the three words. <laughs> you are words. familiar with the words "joyful noise." Are the reason yeah. why, like why, with a question mark? Deer hoof, mountain goats, all sorts of people. Yeah, kishy bashy. We've played them on the podcast. Big business. Lots of stuff there that we uh, we are fans of. Yep, definitely. So, uh, yeah, highly recommended. I, I I mentioned uh, Seb Reynolds and the record of his that he sent me. I'm going to play it right now just because I can. It's such, it's a uh, three people called Solo Collective, and the way they work, they I think they record everything live essentially. But it's like one person's song and the other two sort of improvise on it, and it sort of rotates like that. It's uh, as well as Seb, it's uh, Alex Stoltz on violin and Anna, Anne Muller on cello. And yeah, it's, um, it says here the trio present themselves as a rotating cast of three solo- soloists who t- it take turns in the spotlight with the other two providing supporting roles. But what comes out of it is this beautiful modern classical music. And yeah, the record is called Part One. It's out on Nono Star Records and this track is called Ascension.
guess quite beautiful yeah the record is stunning it's um very very good and definitely worth uh hunting down if you are a fan of that that band is called solo collective track called ascension uh, released through no no star records the album is called part one and yeah it says alex stolt uh Stoltz is from a band called Bodie Bill, who had a string of chart hits in Germany, according to the promo here. <laughs> I, don't, I can't say I've heard of them. No, can't. Uh, Alex also has a long history with the Berlin techno scene, um, co-founding Krakatau Records, Krakatau Records, uh, which is one I think we may have played before, certainly a name that rings a bell. Um, yeah, Anne Muller is a long-term musical partner of Nils Fromm, has also, so has played on lots of his stuff. And yeah, and Seb, as we said before, is actually I didn't know this about him. He's played he plays sax in War on Drugs. Does he? He does. I Seb Reynolds plays saxophone in War on Drugs. I did not know That's that. Bizarre. Pays the bills. Yeah, certainly, certainly must do. Uh, what has worked uh, works uh, has worked on a record with uh, Viv Albertine of the Slits, and yeah, so interesting stuff. The the record, like I say, is fantastic. So. Yeah, and you did say a few weeks back that we don't play enough classical or modern classical, and so that's in that realm, although quite experimental side of it. Nice. I'm going to play you a new track from Geiker. Geiker is someone we've played on the podcast at least three or four times before. He's a magnificent uh, London MC from South London. He signed with Warp Records now, and this is, I believe, his maybe his second or third release on Warp. He did one full-length album and then, you know, a single, an EP, something like that. This is a 10-inch. It's called The Spectacular Empire One, and it also features Miss Red, um, Israeli MC, who we've also... Uh, on the podcast and that me and Gareth had the pleasure of seeing Geica and Miss Red perform with The Bug which oh, yeah. was blistering as, li- as actually yesterday I was listening to that Miss Red murder mixtape nice. with um, that's with, with The Bug, Bug production yeah yeah oh man I still get the piss taken out of me uh, regularly by you guys about how hammered I was that night oh well yeah I'm surprised you remember any of it I don't think you do I remember that it was very good it was exceptional alright here it is <laughs> Hot and night at all. That's 
the youth with the big love them She right for the evil like girls She's there for the worst She fights with the condom With the youth with the big love them She right for the evil like birds. She's there for the worst like Geica. Um that is the Spectacular Empire One uh, is the name of the record. That track's called Battalion and it's featuring Miss Red out on ten inch for a very expensive price of thirteen pound fifty um on Norman Records there. And Norman is a reasonably priced retailer, so I don't think you'll find it much cheaper than that anyway. Yeah, they do vinyl match in terms of like if you find it cheaper they will give you the difference. Yeah exactly. So, so um, it must be but they um but in fairness a ten inch record costs a about, about the, as much as a 12 inch to make yeah. yeah so it's uh, understandable even though you're getting less plastic for your money yeah you don't need mine and gareth's uh sort of once every couple of years chat about how we don't like 10 inches yeah <laughs> <laughs> once every couple of years yeah you wish <laughs> well listener wishes it's every other week um speaking of uh smaller pieces of vinyl though uh the god unknown singles god unknown record singles club is now into its third a volume it's actually the first one that i've got with our powers combined we we can have them we've all. got them all uh, the first record came out uh, last week and it's absolutely amazing it's a split so if you don't know the god unknown singles club is a series of uh, 12 uh, seven inch records which have you know are split between two bands one on one side one on the other the first one has thought and friends on one side and woven skull on the other yeah, that's Thor from um, uh, Shearwater and Swans and many good musical projects. Yeah, the Thor side is quite sort of library music-esque, I would say. It's a bit... He plays like um, like a xylophone or xylophone-esque sort of thing. I've seen mm. him photos recently. That in, in that band. And yeah, and it's sort of that odd, odd uh, music to it, odd experimental music. On the other side, which is what I'm going to play now, is Woven Skull. Uh, they're a band from Ireland. And played Raw Power, did they? They have indeed, and I put them on in London just last week, or two weeks ago now, um, and very excellent they were too, and they, they played this one here when I was listening to it. I was like, yep, I remember that one. And uh, this track is called The Cracking of the Limbs. <laughs> Thank you. 
there you go. A very enjoyable listen on a seven-inch record, that is indeed. Woven School, The Cracking of the Limbs, uh, taken from the God Unknown Singles Club. Uh, it's the first release on volume three of that club, which also is going to include Grumbling Fur, uh, Father Murphy, uh, My My My, Sly and the Family Drone, to Maga, Mainliner, Grumbling Fur, Charles Hayward. It's a, it's a, it's a long list of who's who of Baby Yaggers. certainly is. So, I promote, I think, about 90% of those bands. Are you aware of all of the bands? I'm not sure who Rainbow Grave are. Yeah, Minami Deutsch, a really good Japanese band on Guru Guru Brain Records. Yeah, that Amsterdam label that we've played a few times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, no, no. Guru Guru Brain is, um, is a Japanese label from oh, Tokyo. It? It's the guys from... Uh, uh, Kigaku Moyu. Why do I? I think I did this last yeah, time. Yeah, so I said. Was, maybe it sounds similar to another label from over there. Yeah. The Blind Shake and the Hip Shakes are not bands who I promote, but I have heard of them. American garage rock bands. No, I'm not sure who Expo Seventy are. No. So anyway, I'm looking forward to it. when I bought the purchased my uh, singles club. It was uh, Tamaga and Charles Haywood that uh, drove me to do it. You like good enough for me? Yeah, essentially. When I was, I was on a sun lounger in italy drinking lots of uh Grigetto. and it, yeah it was wonderful but god unknown records.bandcamp.com i think there's still a couple of uh, subscriptions left if you want to get on that train yeah that's about all we've got time for thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast we very much appreciate each and every one of you brilliant people i'm going to leave you with a, a new track from micah levy um, it's a soundtrack. She got Oscar nominated and generally critically acclaimed for her Under the Skin soundtrack that sort of brought her from a sort of critically acclaimed but really underground artist to slightly more well-known audiences. Um, Was she Oscar nominated for that? Yeah. Wowza. It um, is an amazing soundtrack. And this is um, a soundtrack, another soundtrack, to a dystopian anime short called Delete Beach. It's released on double 10-inch. no way i'm not having that uh it's via dds records which is demdike stairs uh record label that is a subsidiary of modern love the uh very excellent manchester label you know what other record came out on double 10 inch uh the best of supergrass (laughs) okay that also came out on double 10 inch that so make of that what you will yeah that all of their songs are really short yeah, I do actually own that. I love Supergrass. Yeah, who doesn't love Supergrass? Uh, they are, great band. Not only is it double 10-inch vinyl, it's double clear 10-inch vinyl. And clear vinyl is the worst of vinyl. Yeah, man, they really hit every shit thing on the head there. <laughs> um, here we go. So this is called Interlude Number 2. Uh, we'll be back with you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.